What up, everybody? It's your boy Theo Pinter here with another special episode of Run Your Race with my boy AJ Richardson, who is not here once again. He is getting fined once again. The fines are going up. The fines are going up because this is this is getting ridiculous at this point. He's not here again, but he's handling business, so I can't really fault him for it. But people, we have a very very special guest today. Literally a brother, a CP3 fam, all that. With from North Carolina, man, listen, unbelievable guy, vice president of the MBAPA. He speaks for us. Grant Williams, welcome to the pod, brother. What's up, brother? It's good to be on. Man, I just want to say I appreciate you coming on. It's an honor. Um, it's really an honor because you just got to the bag. <laughs> oh my God. First off, first off, I'm going to Put your city. Put the money signs. <laughs> drop them. I'm going to your city, bro. No, hey, he just got to the bag. I'm a free agent right now, but <laughs> he just got to the bag. Congratulations, bro. I just wanted Monty Williams money, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, we like all him. try to get that. <laughs> we all try to get that. Man, congratulations, first and foremost. We're going to address that early. You deserved it. You worked your ass off. Man, I remember seeing seeing you play it. Uh, we gonna get into all that. I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna let you tell your story. As you as I go over every time we do this pod, this is run your race. We talk about from the beginning, high school to college to the league, and how'd you get there? Because everybody has different ways of getting there. No one has the same path, and everybody has their different race. So, Grant, tell us about yourself. Where you from? How'd you start playing this game? How did you? Just tell us about yourself, man, in the high school days. Yeah, man. Um, I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. was born in Houston, Texas. Um, shout out 704. Shout out, shout out. <laughs> so I was thankful because, like, I never knew I was going to be good at basketball. Like, mm -hmm. I wasn't a kid growing up saying I wanted to play in the NBA. Mm -hmm. You know, I was my brother. My brother was the guy that was outside every five minutes dribbling, getting better, and I was inside. And he would be like, come outside and shoot. I'd be like... Why would I go outside and shoot when I could play 2K? Yes. So then, yes. you know, as time went on, I got started caring and caring more and more. And it wasn't until, like, I got to high school where I was like, mm, maybe I could play this in college, you know? I'm mm -hmm. good enough to play in college. Who knows what happens after, you know? Um, then after probably my first two years of college, I remember playing against, you know, y'all's team in Wesleyan, you know? Uh, Harry Giles. <laughs> Harry Giles. Um, my, my dog. CP3 brethren. Mm -hmm. And... I played against him, played against Bam at a bio, and I was like, damn, so I'm competing with like the best players. So For like sure. I, I know I can play in college now, I have offers, but like maybe I can go further with this. I'm starting to fall in love with the game. Um, I was always a nerdy kid, so I was always into everything, whether it was academics or or I was in a musical my senior year. So I never really like was like basketball was the only thing. And then had a choice of going between Tennessee like Harvard, Yale, Princeton, or Richmond were my final five schools that I decided between. And Tennessee Jesus was Christ. only because of the fact that, like, Coach Barnes. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're yeah. going to get there. I want you to jump. You jumping. You jumping. All right. This is, why, this is what I want to know. When did you first pick up the ball? Ooh. So I first picked up the basketball when I was, like, 10 years old. Mm -hmm. I was 10. My brother was probably 11 or 12. And we both were, like, playing for CC First, if you ever heard of them mm. back in North Carolina. And next, you know, first time that we go to play a tournament, remember they took my jersey because I wasn't good enough and gave it to another kid. <laughs> so next thing you know, I was like, all right, cool. So we went to this program, QCAA, which uh -huh. is Queen yes, City, I you that. know, Athletic Association back yep. then. 
and played for them growing up, uh, played for QCA, got better, ended up going, I was going to an art school when I was in middle school, so they had no sports. Oh my God. So I ended up playing for Kennedy Charter for like three weeks of the of a year. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they were like, well, maybe you shouldn't be playing for them. They're out of your division, stuff like that. So I played only AAU up till ninth grade. And ninth grade, instead of going to West Charlotte where, you know, Kennedy Meeks, yep. y'all, Kennedy y'all, Meeks. y'all, y'all, big Meekers. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> where Kennedy, my brother, Gabon, and everybody went. Yep. Um, I got my parents were like, Yeah, I don't want you to play for Coach Terry. We don't know where you're gonna go, but we're gonna find somewhere. And then mm. Langston Wirtz from mm. the Charlotte Observer hits up my mom and like, Hey, have you ever thought of putting Grant in private school? And my brother was a senior at the time. I was going to my freshman year, so I applied to Providence Day. Um, it was financial aid based, and next thing you know, I got in. It was between me and Gabon both going, or just me. Gabon decided he wanted to go for a state championship at West Charlotte his last year with Kennedy and CJ mm-hmm. and all those guys. And I ended up going to Providence Day. So um, started at Providence Day from my freshman year. Um, was just a chunky kid that didn't really know much about ball. Yep. Went to, showed up to high school first day, going to a private school, as you know, it's yes. completely different coming yes. from where completely we come different. from. So sure. I show up, and I show up in basketball shorts and a T-shirt. Oh, I didn't my. know there was a dress code. <laughs> oh, yeah. So first day I show up, I'm in math class thinking I'm good, seeing everybody around me with collar shirts on and khakis and stuff like that. Yeah. Mind you, we didn't have money for all that. So sure. next to you know, Mr. Hedinger, who was our upper school dean at the time, uh, walked in, he said, did, did no one ever tell you about the dress code? And I said, uh, no, not. like, of course. Like, <laughs> I didn't know there was a dress code. He's like, well, you can't wear that to school. Like, it's collar, button down, or, you know, and then jeans or khakis. Yeah. I said, well, I don't really own much of that. And he gave me a size 40 waist jean, jean shorts, a big belt. Damn. And a baggy-ass <laughs> double-X T-shirt or, or college shirt. And I wore that for my whole first day of school. And from then on, I That's ended up tough. like being rotating clothes for a while and then mm-hmm. ended up getting my brother's hand-me-down, so I was good after that. But it was an interesting time going to a private school from West Charlotte area and then trying to like get used to the environment. So then... From then on, started hooping, like started playing more and more. Um, played for uh, MB1, which was Muxy Bowe's AU program. Mm-hmm. And the next year, I had a choice to play for CB3, 16 slash 17s, yep. or playing for Charlotte Rain. My mom didn't want me traveling yet. I was like 16, I think I was 15, 16 years old, so I didn't have my license. And she was like, you can't go to Winston-Salem because, and you can't be on a national thing because I don't trust like anybody and stuff like that. So I ended up playing for Charlotte Rain. Oh, damn. Jay Billis and Daniel Jones, who's starting quarterback for the New York Giants. Shout out my boy. We were all on the same team. And so we ended up playing CB3. And that's Mm. when we bust y'all's ass. I don't know who y'all is. Uh, I wasn't on that team. (laughs) Hey, listen, John John Adams is going to tell you that y'all won. But at the same time, we played and Harry was like, all right, cool. Like he, He can play a little bit. Yeah. So next thing you know, I get to back to high school season, my junior year. We play Wesleyan. Mind you, I hadn't beaten Harry the entire high school career. He beat mm-hmm. my freshman year. He tore his ACL second year. Junior year, he comes back before we went to Oak Hill his senior year. Mm-hmm. And we play at, my, at home at Providence Day. Yes. We're playing them. Me and Harry going at it, you know, one yeah. of those games. And they ended up beating us by like one or two. And after the game, HG was like, yo, like, come pull up. Like, play for CB3 this summer. I want you to play for us. And I was like, well, I got to ask my parents. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I, was like still, I was still one of those kids. I couldn't even drive yet. Yeah, so yeah. next thing you know, I asked my mom. So the first day I got my license, 
she drove behind me all the way to Winston-Salem to make sure I could make the drive by myself. Oh my and God. next thing you know, I played for CB3 that summer. I got recruited by mostly mid-majors, Ivy Leagues, and um, Coach Barnes got fired from Texas, got hired at Tennessee. The staff that was at UNC Charlotte who were recruiting me my entire high school career, yeah. I had been fired. And Coach Desmond Oliver um, was hired on Coach Barnes' staff. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to Coach Barnes, he's like, hey, I have this kid, you know, like, I think he really played at this level, he has talent and everything else. Coach Barnes is like, all right, like, we'll see. So Coach Barnes co- ends up coming to see me play, and he tells us this story that the reason why he knew I could play on the SEC level or any big level is because he reminded me, I reminded him of P.J. Tucker. I was just a fat, lazy kid that didn't really care about much. <laughs> <laughs> that if he worked hard and had somebody to push him, he'd be all right. Because I think I did, he said he saw me do an in and out behind the back, like one dribble, right, left, dunk on somebody. Yeah. He's like, but the rest of the game, I never did anything like that because I was like 270 <laughs> pounds. So he said, yeah, you could do that, but it's not something you could do consistently because you're overweight and you don't work hard enough. Bro, oh my gosh. And Bob McKillop Davidson was the reason why I started working harder because he, my second year, going to my third, him and Coach Barnes were really close friends. Mm. He told me he would never recruit me to Davidson because I don't work hard enough and I don't care about basketball. And it really hit me. But you really didn't care about basketball. I didn't, but when someone says that to you, of course no, you're going to be sure. like, nah, I but really do. The, thing, the funny part about it, I'm just, I'm like, from what I'm hearing, you just played it because you were okay at it. I was playing it because I was good at it and also was trying to get free education, you know, yeah, like, doing it for my parents. And my dad actually walked up to me in my junior year and said, you know, son, if you don't want to play basketball, you don't have to. Him and my uncle sat me down and like had this whole Gosh. conversation trying to get like basically saying I don't gotta play ball anymore because this is my family's thing. Like yeah. my cousin Salim Stoudemire played for the Hawks, you know, mm-hmm. Damon played forever, yes. you know, doing his thing. And then my dad played, it was just a family sport. Mm-hmm. Grandfather played, and my brother loved it. So they think because I didn't So did do, you feel like you had to play or mm-hmm. you were just like, all right, well I was playing because I enjoyed it. You know, it was fun for me because I was a one of those kids that like I naturally make friends originally. So mm-hmm. like I had good friends from playing basketball. So I was yeah. like, I really enjoyed the social aspect of the game. I didn't really know about like working out hard or like challenging yourself. That was, that didn't hit me till like my junior year. So then once it did, I like fell in love from then on. So when you joined CP3, you joined that type of competitive, great players. That had to take your game to another level, just being around that, playing in EYBL, playing with Harry Giles alone. That, that First of all, talk about that. Talk about Harry in high school. Harry was Harry's the best, still nice. But. Best high school basketball player I think I've seen, oh just because gosh. I never grew up watching Braun and those yeah. guys. I wasn't old enough. But like mm-hmm. Harry Giles in high school, if you ask anybody, he was 6'10", 6'11". He grew afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know how tall yeah. him up. You never do. And... Man could dribble, he could shoot, pass, pass. Like he was dominant, right. and I was the only one that can guard him. You know, like I was mm-hmm. the only one that locked his locked, locked his ass up. Because mm-hmm. you were stronger. Yeah, and plus I just want to make sure I say that to the camera so Harry yeah, knows. Yeah, that's your camera. Hey, um, play the clips. You got it. <laughs> we can play the clips. <laughs> but like I said, um, so next you know playing with Harry was like just one of those things that was special. You're playing with the number one player in the country. On the team, we had myself, Harry Giles. Josh Kogi, who no one knew about at the time, because mm-hmm. me and Josh were both ranked now outside the top 100. We were like 200 plus. I didn't know they went that far. Exactly, bro. 247 <laughs> sports. And then um, Altariq Gilbert. So we had a squad. We only lost one game at UYBL that year. Yeah. And the one game we lost about one point to Georgia Stars. Talk about, hold on, wait, 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 wait. 
I thought y'all lost to JT and them. Okay, and I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, give me a talk second. Talk about talk about talk about that game because that was a cluster. Yeah. So talk we about it. We shout out JT man. Shout out JT. You know that's Grant's boy. Yeah, oh my but God. I still, hate, I still like, hate him for that. Yes, <laughs> hate him because he always brings that crap that shit up all I the know time. He does we go talk about it? JT but, go get on the pod. <laughs> We're putting it out there. <laughs> I literally we playing this man. Harry's having a rough game. Yeah. I'm hooping. I'm yep. having a good game. We're winning. We're about 24, 28, something like that. All of a sudden, going to the second half, Altariq starts cramping up badly. Like, can't even, like, move. move. Oh, hell. And John refused to take him out. Harry was in foul trouble. It was just me and Altariq and Quat Q and, and Josh on the floor. Well, so Little man. Little man wasn't playing. Darnell was playing, but, like, I think it was for some reason he didn't play much that game. Yeah. So next thing you know, like, we're playing. Alter starts cramping up. Rather than taking him out, he left him in. Literally it got to a point where he took one drill up the court, tried to do a hesitation, cramped up, fell into the ground, dropped the ball, and they end up just laying the ball up. They go on like a 24-4 run. That's OD. OD, especially in high school, you yes. know, <laughs> where you don't have a shot clock. Yes. So, <laughs> no, you do. You do. You do, right? Oh, like yeah, you do. But, like, even, even then, like, we, they went on that run. And by then, it's a close game. Harry um, hits a game, like we think a game-winning hook. I had just hit a three. Harry makes a little like running hook to put us up by two. Mm-hmm. We think like, oh, we have a chance. We, they call a timeout. We're sitting there like I'm thinking I'm standing in the game. John pulls me out. I was sick. He put Ian Boyd in. <laughs> He's sorry, right, Ian, you're going to be on the ball. We're going to pressure them full court, allow them not to dribble the ball up because they only had like four seconds on the clock. Yeah. So they inbound the ball. I think, was it Jordan Goodwin? I don't forget Jordan somebody. somebody. Uh, JT would know. Yeah. And he dribbles the ball up full court, just a double clutch buzzer beater from three. Cash. Sick. We lose the game. We're done for Peach Jam. We were the number one seed. Yeah. We blew everybody out. And they end up going again, their ass kicked by Georgia, by Georgia Stars, Stars by 40. Georgia, and Georgia Stars, though. Georgia been Stars a tough were tough. We, we, we played them earlier in the season. We lost by one point. Their team was what? Wendell Carter. They was nice. Udoka Azabuike. They were. Trent Forrest. They was nice. Jared Harper. Mm-hmm. So these are all like high yeah. major SEC yes. players that went to the pros. Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, that would have been a crazy game, but we tricked it off. Tricked it We were off. still the best team in CP3 history, though. I, I, I admitted that. I really did. See, I, I, I admitted that. that just, just, first of all, Grant, listen, it wasn't you. It was Harry. Listen, listen, listen. As Harry much as you took say that, you to another level, As bro. much as you say that, as much as you say that, we would have still, without Harry, we were still number one team inside the league. Harry didn't play like four games that year. Team no, final. No, no, oh, oh, you're talking about in the league when you played. Yeah, even when y'all played, we'd do the same. Y'all's best team was what? Oakland Soldiers, maybe? Aaron Gordon? Was that your class? Or your no, you? we lost to each one, teach one. Joel Berry, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Grayson Allen. I understand D. Yeah, Russ. Like a Joel. Like an all-star. Was Joel tough in high school? I know he got good in college. Was he tough in high school? What I know he got tough in college. I yeah, but that doesn't mean you tough in high school. You got buckets in high school. The difference. I feel like you were ranked higher than Joel. I was. Exactly. I was. So if I don't hear about Joel, I know who you are. I'm like, all right, cool. Understandably so. No offense, but, Joel. You my dog. Nah, but I, I get what you're saying, but. We whooping y'all ass. We not whooping y'all ass. We right. beating y'all, though. First off, first off. We're who, beating y'all. Who is y'all's four-man, five-man? We had a we had a hybrid. Went to Army. <laughs> Tough guy. 
<laughs> you don't so, know. You even say his name. Parker. If you forget his name, his name you, Parker, you dang sure ain't going to hey, win listen, we, had, we had B.J. Hill. You know B.J. Hill? B.J. Big. B.J. Big, big guy. Hey, listen, he clearing shit out. But All listen, we need him to do is get me open. Hey, listen, back then you was letting them go, but we yes. let you shoot. <laughs> I was saying, we'd be good. For sure, for Listen, sure. we had Altariq Gilbert starting point guard. You had a five foot two point guard that got 27 points in the game in the EYBL. Nice. Darno Rogers. We had Altariq Gilbert. In the basket. Shell would have put his little ass in the basket. You think Harry's not blocking that shit when he comes uh, inside? The, I just said, if you, you said without Even Harry. Even when we had a Quate. I don't even know what a Quate is. He went to Buffalo. I don't know what a Quate is, bro. <laughs> he was a 6'9". Yeah, I ain't he never was heard six of him. 6'9", uber athletic. I don't give a damn. He was nice. Actually, I think I do, I think I do remember Yeah, that, we had a, we had a squad, I I bro. Do, we had a boy, grandfather, looked like he was 36 years old and, and senior year of high him. school. Cooking in. Hey, he was strapping. He was strapping. I heard. And, and Josh, heard. you think I, him and Josh weren't locking y'all up? I understand that. Lo what do you mean locking up? Locking up. Exactly what I said. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on because we'll be here the, all damn night and we got to get the Dre's tonight. I mean, towel. But uh, so you rattled off your school list, which is unbelievable in itself. You had Yale, Harvard. You damn near had Princeton. You probably had, you probably could have went to London, went to an education school in London or some shit. Who knows? What made you pick Tennessee, though? Yeah, so my mom asked me that same question. So, like, for me, I don't know. Like, I always had this underdog mentality. So, yeah. like, from, I always knew that I was going to challenge myself academically. Like, academics weren't my struggle. Like, I always no worried about that. easily. I wasn't worried. So, like, I told... I remember I was debating between really Princeton, Yale, and Tennessee. Mm. I prayed on it, woke up that morning, heart told me to go to Tennessee. I was like, all right, cool. Call Yale coach James Jones. Let me ask you one question before you finish. You took a visit to all three. All three. Those, oh, they're different. Those got to be different visits. Oh, listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen. I went to Tennessee, and the football game that I went and visited was Baker Mayfield in Oklahoma. Against Tennessee, who had Josh Dobbs, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Tennessee lost that game. They lost that game by one touchdown in overtime. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. But it was the best game I've been to. Because really? when I tell you that, that place is the loudest place I've I ever gone to. I almost went to Tennessee just because of the football game. Bro. I went to a Tennessee-Alabama game. You have no idea. Listen, oh, my God. Could you God. imagine going there this year when we beat them for the first time in, what, <sighs> um, thir 13 years? Listen. that's Hey, listen. That stadium. Absurd. It's ridiculous. Best carry on. Carry best on. in college football. We'll get there. So next thing you know, they the we, we do that. Best in college football? Best in college football. So biased. Not biased. I've been to I've been to multiple. Best in college football. Carry we on. We set we'll, the we'll decimal meter. Like we'll when it's EA, EA Sports, right. we set the decimal meter. How, you, how can you compare that? Carry on. So next thing you know, take the visit. We'll get there. It's a vibe. Went to Yale, went to Princeton. I, I liked a team more at Yale. Tennessee had a true, like, we had to, like, it was a foundation work because Coach yeah. Barnes just got there. He had to rebuild. He had to get everybody out of there. Mm -hmm. And then Princeton. So I called jo Coach Jones. He's like, 30-minute conversation. I appreciate you allowing me to recruit you, all this stuff. I call Princeton. Call Mitch. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Coach Mitch, whatever his name is. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you now. Me. You know why? Because I called him and I said, I'm going to Tennessee. He hung up on me. 
I was I like, had a couple of those. I was like, that's wild. This yeah. dude goes from recruiting you to hanging up on you. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So next thing you know, I call Tennessee, Coach Barnes. I'm like, listen, I'm going to Tennessee. I tell my mom that right before I go on the stage, she doesn't talk to me for two months. You know, my mom works at NASA. So as a black male, like to be able to go to the Ivy League for like basically for free, because like my dad with financial aid, like yeah. good. But like to be able to do that and turn it down and go to Tennessee. A SEC school that wasn't the great public university at the time and stuff like that. Yeah. So I told my mom, I said, listen, I'm going to either study engineering or I'm going to study with the hardest degree possible. I'm going to graduate in three years. And if I don't have a chance to go into the pros, I'm going to go back to the fourth, get my master's, and then set myself up for later life. And she was not hearing none of that. So yeah. doesn't talk to me for two months. Did she talk to you after you signed that deal? <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Hey, where are we going this hey, summer? Yeah. Where, where are we, we going? going? Yeah, exactly. So next thing you know, I go to Tennessee, and part of the reason I was going because I trusted Coach Oliver. I didn't know Coach Barnes at all. Mm-hmm. He gonna recruit me for half a year. For sure. Trusted Coach Oliver with my life, and I was like, listen, like everybody around me doesn't believe I have it. Like I believe in myself enough where I think I can not only be good at this level, but I think I can go to the next level. And I'm going I'm to be good. Like, I'm going to challenge myself academically. So um, Coach Oliver's like, hype. I'm going to Tennessee, commit. And I got to Tennessee after working my butt off, thinking I lost, like, 30 pounds. It was like, oh, I'm probably, like, 12% body fat. I'm good. I'm going to be nice. Yeah. I got to Tennessee. I was 17% body fat. Damn. Uh, hey, relax. <laughs> <laughs> and then I Pillsbury <laughs> dope boy. <laughs> Hey, so oh my god, and then I got, had to go into fat camp, so <laughs> that's what they call it in Tennessee fat camp. And meanwhile, think about this this is where I know my family was messed up. My mom loved me so much that she didn't care that I was a chunky kid. So while I'm in fat camp, she sends me, she mails me this is not suited for work. She mails me as a college freshman in summer a FedEx box of. I think it was like probably 45 bags. Debbie cakes. Of Orville Rittenbacher. <laughs> <laughs> of Orville Rittenbacher popcorn. As well as two family-sized pack of Magnums. What was, what, did, oh, what was the thought process behind Jesus that? Jesus Christ. What was the thought process? I got to talk to Ms. Williams. You got to talk to her. But listen, oh my God. I'm running on the treadmill because I just opened that box in front of Coach Barnes and, and Garrett. Because yeah. they made me open the box. They're like, yeah. it's from your family. You got to open it up. Next thing I'm running on a treadmill one day, Coach Barnes walks out. I smell popcorn. He's eating, eating popcorn <laughs> as I'm running on a treadmill talking shit to me. That's how I knew I was like, yeah, y'all ain't. Y'all hey, ain't. What, was your, what was your fat boy snack? Popcorn. I was either popcorn or I, Chipotle. Chipotle was my vibe. It's not even a fat boy snack, bro. You ever had two burritos? Two burritos? That means he still do that shit to his day. <laughs> How, how fast he just said that shit. He still eat two burritos to this day and go straight to the gym and run that shit off. Oh, my God, bro. I had one of my homeboys. Shout out. I, I ain't going to put the name out there. One of my homeboys told me that, what did he say? I, when I think of it, I'll bring it up. I think he said he put, like, I can't even remember. It was, bro, it was the fattest thing I ever heard about damn life, bro. It was crazy. But... Carry on, Brad. You 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 went to fat camp. He eating popcorn in your face. Eating popcorn in my face. That had to be your welcome to college moment. Welcome to co- oh no, welcome to college moment, man. When I tell you, I couldn't make any seventeen on the man. 
And 17 oh, yeah. basically is 17 sideline touches yes. in a minute. It's just hard, bro. And they're hard. And imagine the chunky kid trying to do that when he first gets to campus. Yeah. And Coach Barnes is, is historically known for destroying his players in practice. Mm -hmm. You know, historically. Ask KD, ask Peter. He made PJ Tucker cry. He made KD basically tear up and everything. He's known for that. Yeah. So. And you went there. And I went so there. that's your choice. I, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> I didn't know Coach Barnes was. I didn't go cap. I just knew Coach Oliver. So when I got there, it seems like this like southern southern man doesn't curse anymore. He was saved because mind you, think about this: Coach Barnes was so crazy, this man had to get saved. Like that's how wild he was. How wild he was acting as a coach. He got the, he got a twitch in his eye too. He, he got he listen. He be yeah. What, he what are you doing? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So like over here, and I'm running seventeens, and he decides to make you know he knew what it was funny. I had a bobblehead when mm -hmm. I got tired. So there was one day, Bush Jones came into practice, right? Mm -hmm. He was our head football coach at the time. Yeah. And Coach Barnes has known that for every practice, he's going to choose one player to pick on. No matter what, it could be the simplest thing. You don't get a rebound, go run. You don't slide your feet or you don't warm up correctly, go run. Go on the versus climber. Mm -hmm. So Bush Jones is there. And all of a sudden, it was my day. Hard practice, three and a half hour practice, break the, breaking rules. And... Breaking rules. Breaking rules for sure. Three, hour, three and a half, four hour practice. Can't have that, bro. All of a sudden, he's like, all right, if everyone makes a 17, we're done. I'm like, you know what? Got it today. Yeah. I'm locked in. Yeah. Everybody made it. But you. Nah. I made my first 17, right? Uh, I'm hyped. I'm like, yeah, like, talking shit to everybody. Like, yeah. I did it. Yeah. Everybody get back on the line. We ran another 17. <laughs> Cookbook. Nowhere close to making it. Watch this. After running 17, he says, y'all don't want to get better? 85 and 2, G. 85 left hand layups in two minutes. We did that five times. 85 left hand. Full court. Only dribble with your left hand. Can't, the throw whole the ball, team. can't throw the ball ahead. Yep. Got to dribble it. So, did that five times. After doing it five times, he's like, all right, we're going to see who's really tough. 17. Running 17. Yeah, what's wrong with him? Exactly. He got it's, saved for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he knew that guys had certain things like Bone. When he would run, he would just like completely run in like squiggly lines. Like he just wouldn't yeah. run correctly. Yeah. Bowden, when he ran, he would run with a hand across his heart. I don't yeah. know why he'd be running like this. <laughs> For me, when I ran, my head would start bobbling. I close my eyes. You still do that shit. Hey, relax. All right. <laughs> you so still did. Play the clip. Get... <laughs> hey, great time. So the next. <laughs> <laughs> so next, you know. Everybody's done, burnt out, laying on the ground. I made the mistake of getting up first. Oh, shit. He calls me over. He's like, Grant, you really think you got better today? I said, yeah, coach. Says, I don't think so. You don't challenge. You, don't, you, you really want to be a great player? You really want to be great? Gee, take him. Makes me run 17, and it made me do ropes for another, like, 15 minutes. Over here crying on the ropes. The next thing you know, sat on that floor for about three hours. You had to. G came upstairs. Hey, man, come on, man. You got to get up, man. Got to get up. Got to get you hydrated, man. You got to get, 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 get to your room. And man. you had practice the next day. Practice the next day. That was my welcome to college mode where I was like, yeah, this is some That was freshman year. Bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Because he was trying to weed guys out. Then yeah. that summer, we didn't, make the, we didn't make it. You know, we played y'all that year. You know, we ended up losing by one at Carolina. Did I play? Yep. Freshman year? Yep. Justin Jackson was y'all's uh, senior at the time. Okay. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. lost to y'all by one, but we yep. ended up not making the tournament by one game. Damn. 
That summer, Coach Barnes told G, do whatever you need. Make sure people aren't here next year. And so next thing you know, we get downstairs on the hill for spring spring off season. You know, you have like workouts. Yeah, yeah. we we walk in, we just see bands on the bands on the line. Like, All right, like cool. We're gonna stretch, get lift, and then come out here and play basketball. Mm-hmm. We stretch, we go do our lift, and then we get back onto the court. And there's like 15 minutes on the clock. We have suicides. Mm-hmm. Had to make them in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And every you have a minute to make it, basically 30 seconds to make it, 30 seconds of rest. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we think we're done for the day. One, I made none. The rest of the team made one. Yeah. We think we're done. All right. For everyone who didn't make it, got to run it again. You got to make it. All of Take them. Take your time. We're not leaving until everyone's done. I got class, coach. No such thing. <laughs> they made sure all our class was in the morning. Yeah. So next you know, we are doing sprints the entire rest of the day. I ran 32 suicides. Two dudes quit on that day. Really? Yes. Two dudes quit. and transferred. <laughs> Dead ass. That day. The next time, we had guys that have PTSD, bro. Guys had to go to therapy because of it. Like, because we would wake up every single morning during spring season and not touch a basketball. Listen. Basket track season. And I'm mind you, this ain't, this ain't it. This ain't it. We do that sprints on Fridays, right? Worst day of your life. You go down, do the exact same thing. You would have a massive lift. You do the sprints. And then all of a sudden, first Friday we did it. All right, everybody go switch your shoes. We go in there, switch to our running shoes. Sorry, if y'all don't, if y'all, y'all are behind me, you don't want to be behind me. He just takes off running. Mm-hmm. We don't know where the hell we're going. So we just take off in front of him. Yeah. He's like, all right, turn left. Cross the street. So we're like, all right, cool. Like, maybe we're just running around the campus. Yeah. He's like, all right, turn right. We turn right. We look at it. We're like, is this a track? Yeah. It's like six in the morning, seven in the morning. Yeah. This is a, what are we doing on the track? We get to the track. He's like, all right, y'all. Y'all got one minute to warm up. Mind you, I ran, I, I ran track in college. So I'm thinking like, all right, cool. One minute, I'm going to do a lap. Yeah. I'm going to be good. Or like a couple minutes, I think it was like two minutes to warm up. I said, I'm going to do a lap. I take off sprint. Everybody Ooh, looking at me ass. crazy. I, I'm dumb, bro. I, you know, I get halfway through. He's like, what the hell are you doing, man? Come back over here. <laughs> we run back over. He's like, all right, everybody got to run a mile. Yeah. Baseline. I ran a mile at eight minutes and 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> He said, just keep running. <laughs> so I had to keep running. I ran like two more laps. And then finally, we had to do that every single day. I got my mile time down to like six minutes. Coach Barnes comes up to me like, you really want to be great? Like, if you want to be special, you're going to attack this, sum- this summer like you've never attacked anything before. And he said, you, you have the potential to be the SEC player of the year, and I believe in you. So I need you to, like, lock in. Yeah. So hardest I've ever worked in the summer. Ended up being SEC Player of the Year that year. Got it back to back. Went back to school because I was dealing the entire second year. I was dealing with this uh, yeah. hip injury, yeah. so I couldn't even go to the pros because I knew if I left, I yeah. would not be looking good. Yeah. So went back for my third year, got it again, and then decided to go to the Sayonara. Yeah, got Sayonara. I couldn't do a fourth year. Yeah, damn. We we done got some great stories, and you ain't even talked about the damn court. Yeah. Shit, this is getting your ass whooped. We can talk my- about the court right now, though. <laughs> Don't remember the date. Should have looked at the date before I got here. 
I would say we beat y'all at Chapel Hill the first year. I didn't play that game. Yes. I was hurt. We go there my senior year. We go to Tennessee. It was rocking. Jumping. Oh, my god! I'm telling gosh. you, Tennessee might, Play be, the clips. might be the best college campus for sports. It was rocking in there. They had like the they had the white, orange, white, checkered, orange, the checkered joke. Checkered, checkered stadium. It was jumping in there. I'm going to see if Grant remembers this. Oh, dear. Jump ball. This is how I know Rick Barnes is <laughs> crazy. I know exactly what he does. <laughs> I know we, got, Jump we ball. got banned from doing it anymore. Jump ball. Because we snitched on y'all niggas. It wasn't y'all too. SEC did. SEC banned us. Yeah, yeah. It was some bullshit. <laughs> Jump ball. How play the clip. Ball goes up in the air. They not even looking at the ball. They take me and JB out. Him and Admiral Schofield. His name is Admiral Schofield. <laughs> Put his picture up. He like a damn army man. <laughs> <laughs> a Navy SEAL, Navy, SEAL Team. I was going to say Navy, yeah, Navy, yeah. Navy, Navy. He's part of SEAL Team 6. <laughs> he takes us the f*** out. Who, who'd you have? You have me or, or JB? I, I don't know who I was lined yeah, up yeah, with. Yeah. I, was Whoever, lined up. I, I don't know. Our, who the, when the ball goes up, set the tone for the game. So set the tone. Oh, you shit. Throw, you basically, you, your free reign, we were told, at Tennessee. <laughs> yes. Think about this. I didn't tell you about all the drills we did in practice. Like, we had circle the wagons, which means, like, literally, you would go in a circle. I heard about those. Yeah. And you would go in a circle. They would throw the ball on the backboard or rim, and you, have, you could do whatever to get the rebound. Yeah. So you would shoulder somebody. Like, you, the mantra was, when the ball goes up on a shot, you can do whatever to get the rebound, because that's the one time the referees aren't going to call a foul. Yeah. In college, especially. Y'all my. Same way, on a jump ball, no one's going to call a foul on every player. So when that ball goes in the air and our center goes to get it, if we're lined up and everybody's lined up with the, beside their man, you lay the You wood. are lucky. Me you and JB, are, we were so locked. Boom. I was so your locked shoulder. in. Like, I remember, like, I'm going to tell you how crazy this shit was, bro. The ball goes up. And all I remember, I got hit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and I, I'm so locked in because it's so loud. The game's crazy. We end up winning. Y'all wanted that game. Bad. We were up again. We did the same thing. We were up by 16. <laughs> we were known for this. Tennessee's they known for this. Not we were known for this. We up by 16. Same with Villanova when Jalen Brunson and freaking, uh, what's it called? Mikael Bridges, mm -hmm. that team that won the championship. Yeah. We we're about 20 on them at the halftime. We were known for this, bro. And next thing you know, once you're up, we always lose the game by one point or two yeah. points. Kenny hit that bullshit ass three. Tough three. Tough play on the left wing play to clip. win the game for no reason. Yep, and then I hit the ice and free throws. And you ice and free throws. <laughs> but, like, I was sick because, mind you, I've never been – Carolina was one of the school I wanted to go to. Yeah. Because I was a Roy Williams guy, mm -hmm. you know, Kennedy Meek growing up watching West Charlotte. You know, I was a Carolina dude. Coaches were acting like maniacs over there. They wanted that game so bad. I'm and like, Coach Barnes has hated in UNC. You know that? Oh, my God. Because of Dean Smith. I don't give a damn. He I tried don't to find, like He tried to find Dean Smith. He tried to f*** me up. <laughs> Y'all put a bounty on me and JB. <laughs> bro, I remember after the game, we on the bus. And I, bro, it hit me. And I was like, yo, JB, did you get hit at the jump ball? He said, bro, I got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy part is, JB staying all the way in the back. This how you know y'all was like told to do this shit. Bro, we went to the, I remember we had film, bro. We had film. And we like, we like, coach, we might be tripping. 
but we need to see the jump ball. No, we was watching the game. We yeah. were watching the film of the game, and we they, we watched jump ball. I said, Coach, I don't know if you know this, but just watch me and JB. He's like, what happened? I said, Coach, just f***ing watch it. And he was like, oh, my gosh. We do it. The thing is, though, we do it to every player. Yes, y'all, y'all line, did it to Wake Forest a couple yes. games before that. Yes, and y'all like, line up on – so the issue with y'all is y'all trying to do that fast break shit to start yes, the game. we taking the f*** off. So y'all we cannot take, take off. off. So the thing is, we do that to everybody. So y'all lined up with your guard on the my side. Mm-hmm. So JB was it was JB was lined up with me. Yes. You were lined up with Admiral. Ab- I had I had I had SEAL Team Six. I was I was on side with JB, and I'm like I was like, all right. I didn't say nothing. I was just looking down, looking down, because that's what we do. We look down, Bruh. and then just that got to be on the fucking boom. scout report. It is. So that's why Arkansas. No, we did to Arkansas, uh-huh. and they filed a complaint with the SEC. Yeah. And we couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Because they, they said it would be a technical foul penalty on every player, free throw. So we get five, it would be a five point swing to start the game. <laughs> to start the game. To start the game. Five points. Because Coach Martin was doing that since he was at Texas, he was at Providence, everything. Bro, oh so my like they had to God. get rid of it because like, bro, we were a strong ass team. So were y'all? Y'all was diesel as shit, bro. <laughs> he f***ed me up, bro. I was like, yo. But that's what our shit was, bro. Circle the wagon. I hope they find that clip because that is I, I'm, that would be the clip I posted on the ground. <laughs> See how I got fucked up by Grant and him. It's some bullshit. Circle the wagons. We had, um, bro, we had so many, like, I can show you clips on my phone right now of practices. And we legit just didn't play basketball. Grant got PTSD. Oh, no, no, no. Real shit. <laughs> and I got to the NBA. Watch my first. Oh, pull the clips up. Pull the clips up. Summer league game. I'm wearing number 40, playing as Paul Reed in the Sixers. Yeah. When I tell you two times, him up on a box out. I got called on a foul on one the other time. Ask him. Ask him about this. If you see Paul Reed one day, yeah. ask him, Summer League, did Grant Williams not take you to hell out? Yeah. They were running the pick and roll. Point guard shot. He's rolling down the lane. I'm literally sitting there waiting for him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Put him on his ass. <laughs> he looks up. He's like. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, I go get the rebound I would have sat there and keep like, moving. They crazy as shit over there, bro. And next thing you know, in NBA, like, <laughs> Brad Stevens was like, you know, you can't do that in the NBA. So why not? He said, you'll get ejected. It's a box out. Because that's how we were taught to, <laughs> yeah. that's how we were taught to box out. Because yeah. y'all crashed like it was nothing rebounding yeah. UNC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, we were I taught. I barely crashed that game. That's how we were taught. Right. So we were taught to like lay people out, basically. Mm-hmm. And... Like, so, you know, I did it in the NBA, and I got in trouble for it, <laughs> and I got told not to do it anymore. But I was doing that in practice. I was doing that in games. They are oh, like, this isn't God, Tennessee bro. no more. You can't do that. This man, Grant. Circle bro. the wagons. We that had drills, bro. We had drills where you do shell drill, right? Let's say it's your day for Coach Barnes. You send you over to the Versa Climber. You come back. Mind you, have you done 180 in a minute on a Versa Climber? Uh-uh. Do me a favor. Just do me a favor. Next time you work out, just even just during a workout. Go over to a reverse climber after warming up, try and get 180 in a minute on a tough resistance, and then go, go back in and start trying to work out. Tell me how you feel. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. I want to see what you say. This Tell me how you built. feel. So Great next thing you know, we do that, and then Coach Barnes would be like, not good enough. We do shell drill. You wouldn't close out hard. He'd be like, line up. The entire team would line up. Mm-hmm. You got to get four rebounds in a row. They, if they go easy, they got to line up too. Yeah. So they can't, they're not giving you a break. Mind you, you just came off that Versa Climber. Yeah. So 
Legit. You know how many almost fist fights we got into? I have be. Just because but the thing is it's funny because we we only had probably two fist fights my entire <laughs> my entire career in uh, Tennessee. <laughs> we had none because we weren't doing shit like that. <laughs> we had two. So, we only had, I don't really do, we, I, I we, don't I don't I don't translate with that we shit. We only we only had two fist fights the entire time. So we like if you see film, I have film on my phone where legit there would be times in practice where they'd be running the, the point guard would have the ball in his hands, dribbling, running the play. And there'd be a down screen. Run through somebody. Down screen, run through somebody. Box like hitting. Literally, we were fighting in the middle of a drill. Y'all did all this shit and not win. Not one not goddamn win. championship. Hey, listen, we won SEC, bro. Relax. Relax. Regular season? Yeah, exactly. That's a championship, bro. We went to three tournaments when I, or two, two tournament titles when I was there. We lost both. Sucks. And we lost what? the last year because LSU cheated. They lost to LSU in the tournament? No, we lost to LSU regular season. We, I should have, I should have, bro. I've lost out on. I was one for five in college when it comes to rings. That's crazy. Because the first ring re- regular season, I want to hear it, bro. First regular season. I don't really know what to say. Second. I, I can't, second can't relate. Played the tournament. <laughs> played against Kentucky, Shea Gilgis, and them, they won the tournament title. Next, you know, the next season, we were projected. Kentucky owns the SEC championship. Yeah, they were. In they, the tournament. They, they, they beat they us always win that shit. The next year was Auburn's dream run, right? Oh, so yeah. next thing you know, we play regular season. We're, the enti- we're leading the entire way. LSU and us are tied for first place. And the winner of our game probably is going to win the SEC. And, or if you win the game, you have the tiebreaker. We go to LSU. The official that refereed our game was an LSU fan. He blew his whistle 29 times out of 55 whistles mm-hmm. with, I think, 26 in favor of LSU. They do a deep dive of his Facebook profile. <laughs> Literally, Tennessee fans are crazy. So yeah. they really went on his Facebook, went on his Instagram, everything. Found all the pictures of him in LSU gear, him and his family, everything else. And he was suspended and banned from refereeing SEC games ever again. We lost that game. Mind you, think about this. First play, they try to set a tone. I'm going to rebound, swim, swim move Nas Reed. And he grabs me across my neck and face and just throws me. Mm-hmm. I get up thinking it was just a box out. So I'm moving on like it was nothing. They're like, review it. Admiral's pissed. I'm like, what happened? And... They show me the clip. I'm like, oh, nah. He's about to be ejected. Yeah. They gave him a tech. Nothing, nothing more. <laughs> the entire game, as Nas, he didn't score. Because I was like, I could really, like, him up. Yeah. But I was like, all right, like, let me just, like, we got to win this game. Ain't no point in doing that. Because if I get ejected, we probably going to lose. Because Tremont was nice as fuck back then. So I'm going to go and put this out there. You and Admiral should have got ejected for me and JB up before the game started. <laughs> so I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> That shit was crazy, bro. Hey, bro. Uh, shit hey, listen, was crazy. Listen, you weren't the only one. Uh, I, I bet. Yeah. The, y'all had a And it was all list. four. It was all players. So it wasn't just y'all. Probably who else was starting that year? I don't even remember, bro. I was about to say, whoever else was starting Jeez. got hit by Jordan Bowden and Jordan Bowden, too. It, it wasn't Admiral Schofield. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but but yeah. damn, you went two SEC MVP. Uh, player of the years. Player of the years. I keep saying MVP. Same thing. Shit. But that's big time, bro. Then first, back to back. ended up getting first team All American that year. The only reason I win every other awards because guess who was my number one pick in my class? Oh, Zion. Past- yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's my dog. Yeah. But so Zion, he um, won Power Forward Carl Malone Award. They gave him every basically wood and all that stuff. I was second in, second in all of it because I was it was Zion, then mm. Bead, and Ja. Yeah. And then. Rui Hachimura, guess what they did for him? They switched him to a small forward. He played two minutes of small forward the entire year. <laughs> I was sick. I played small forward like 48 minutes that year because of me, Kyle, and yeah. 
Derek around the court at the same time. They didn't even crazy. consider me for small forward. That's I was pissed. But uh, next thing you know, first team, went to the draft. Didn't know where I was going to get drafted. How many, draft, many workouts you did? Bro, I think I did 13, maybe 13. maybe 12, 13, something mm-hmm. like that. So did all those workouts. I was like, you want me to tell the Boston story? Yeah. All right. So all these workouts were cool. I thought I was going to Spurs, Utah, one of those, right? Yeah. Because I knew I wasn't going to Boston. In my Boston workout, I working out, playing well, you know, shooting the ball great, everything else. It's a competitive workout. We get to scrimmaging, playing four on four, and five on five, actually, with coaches. And the next thing you know, at the end of the workout, or like towards the back when we're doing late game situations, yeah. my coach at the time, Tony Dobbins, who's coaching actually summer league for Boston Celtics right now. Yeah. Great dude. One of the best coaches I've ever been around. Yeah. Hope he's a head coach one day. He was, I think it was, a, I don't know if he was a video coordinator at the time or if he was assistant coach. But at the time, he was thinking of a play to draw up for us. And my know-it-all ass was like, I got a play. I grabbed a clipboard. Draw up a play. It works. I'm lit, right? So next thing you know, we're running. They're, like, they're going to different, things, different defense. Grant, different defense. So he started to think of a play again like this. And I'm like, I got something. Take the clipboard again. <laughs> draw up a play. That shit don't work. <laughs> probably the worst play draw up you've ever seen. Because yeah. Tony drew up the first play. I just switched me and Brandon Clark. I was like, why, is, why am I not in the corner? I shoot better. And Brandon's. A better lob there, just put him in the dunker. Yeah. And like, so I erased it, put me there, but it worked out. This man. The next man. play, I try to draw up a whole set. <laughs> and Tony's like, Tony's a nonchalant dude. He let it happen. And I get cursed out by Jay Larinaga afterwards. Did you? Literally. Don't you ever think you're smarter than a coach. Don't you ever. Da, 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 da. And so I'm like, well, I'm not going to Boston. <laughs> and Boston's known to do a three minute drill at the end. One-on-ones, right before we do three-minute drill, I sprained my ankle like, pretty badly. Yeah. And th- Danny walks from down- upstairs, downstairs, and says, hey, Grant, you don't have to run, like, blah, 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 blah. I think that's the only reason why they drafted me, because I was like, that, that Danny, I'm running. I'm, I'm good. And so I line up, came in first, and afterwards, they're like, we got your x-rays. We got to make sure you're not broken. I said, I don't need no fucking x-ray. And they're like, no, you have a workout tomorrow in Philly. Like, you got to make sure you're good. Da, da, da. So I was there for an extra, like, two hours. And ended up thinking, I'm like, I'm not going to Boston because I think, I guess Kyrie was doing something similar in that sense the year before. Yeah. So it was PTSD behind it. Yep. Not to Tony, <laughs> but, like, to the other guys. So yeah. next thing you know, I go through the rest of the workouts. I'm like, I'm going to Utah. I think I'm going to Utah. I'm going to Orlando at 16. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to Boston. I'm not going to Brooklyn. I'm not going. I'm going to San Antonio if it's that. It's at 29. Yeah. And picks go by. Picks go by. Don't go 16. Chumo Kiki does. Keep picks keep going by. I'm like, all right, we're getting close. We're in Boston. I'm not going there. Memphis had just called me and OKC because they were making a trade for 21. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. I might be going to 21 because OKC likes me and Memphis being a Tennessee dude, Tayshawn Prince, all those guys, that kind of, they, they love me there. Mm-hmm. They take Brandon Clark. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm not going there. I'm going to Utah 23. 22 comes around. Boston Celtics are picking. They had just traded 20, pick 20 for, to Matisse for Philadelphia. And I'm sitting there like not expecting anything. I'm going to eat some chips. I'm at home. <laughs> I was about to say. 
And I get a text from three friends that I haven't talked to in six years. Yeah. I'm like, I call my agent. I'm like, yo, you hearing anything? They like, nah, what you hearing? So I just got three congratulations texts, like, and I don't know what for. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, I haven't heard anything. I haven't got any calls and anything. Let me, wait, one, one sec. Yeah, I, I, I just got a text. It says you're going to Boston at 22. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if that's for sure or not. It might be just like a fake account, but they say Shams <laughs> and Woes just tweeted you're going to Boston. So I'm like, all right. So I get my phone out. My family has no idea what's going on. They're like, what's going on? I said, I don't know. I'm just, I think I might be going right now. And they're like, all right. So like, I'm recording, I'm recording. Adam Silver comes out. He's like, with the 22nd pick, the Boston Celtics select Grant Williams from the University of Tennessee. My family goes crazy. I'm shocked. I don't cry, but I'm like, I'm, I'm lit. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm hyped. I was like, I'm going to Boston? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to coach. But then next year, you know, went to Boston. Um, each year was different. Played different four, and now, you know, kicking to the mats. Had a finals run. Had a Eastern Conference Finals run in the Gotta bubble. Talk about that. Talk. We're gonna go to the bubble first. All right. Talk about the bubble experience in general. The bubble was my first season. Yeah. So I came into the league, and mind you, I'm thinking like, I don't know what to expect from the league. I'm just mm-hmm. just there having a good time. I'm playing a lot as a rookie, so I was like, oh, maybe I have like I have a career in this league, yeah. you know? So for regular season goes by, we get to the All Star, we go to All Star break. We're good. I think it's a regular season. Yeah. All of a sudden, world shuts down. We're on our way to Mo- about to go to Milwaukee. Then, like, no, we're not going no more. All right. So, what do we do? Go home. We all go home. I'm, I don't know when to go. I don't want to go home because I was like, if I have COVID, I'm gonna get my grandparents sick. Yeah. I don't want to be that. Like, I don't want. I don't want to be the reason my grandparents pass away. So I yeah. asked. I was like, didn't know what I was gonna do. I was figuring out like where I was gonna stay. And then Kemba, Kemba Walker, my OG. Mm-hmm. Always thankful for this man for the rest of my life. He says, hey, man, just come live with me. We'll train. We'll kick it. You know, vibe. You know, get better and stuff like that. We'll come back when we get back from the bubble. And hopefully, we, you know, keep playing. Everything will all work out. It'll only be like probably a month. You know how many oh, months yeah. it by? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, we all thought it was going to be a we month. We thought it was going to be like a month. And it's going to be like, oh, like a like COVID season, flu season. You'll be yes. done. Mm-hmm. Man, we was in that for what, four or five months? <laughs> so I'm thinking like, I know this is sick of me because I yes. talk. Hella. Yes. But then at the same time, we got used to it. His chef was there. Like, we had good times. Yeah. And I'm just thankful we allowed that because I was fortunate. Like, my grandparents never got sick. My mom never got sick. I was able to FaceTime, see him. And we just had a great time. And it was, Shout out Kimba, man. Shout out great Kimba dude. Walker. Unbelievable. Best person. teammate. We've one of the best teammates I've ever had. For sure. And next thing you know, bubble season. They say we're going to play in a bubble. We're like, what? We don't, like, we haven't yeah. played in months. Yeah. How are we going to go to the bubble? We show up to the bubble. Y'all, you weren't there for long. I didn't go. Oh, well, you didn't, didn't, even, go, you didn't even go. Yeah, I was good. I was there for 84 days. Yeah. It's a long time. Three months in the bubble almost. It was wild. It's, it's, it had to be like a, damn, we lost, but damn, damn I'm ready to go Because <laughs> everybody was posting like they were outside then. Yeah. It was yeah. starting to open back up. So mm-hmm. we're like, man, we stuck in this bubble. Yeah. But at the same time, we were trying to win. So like. We're like, we have a chance for a championship. Like, yeah. talented team, Gordon Hayward, Kemba Walker, yeah. Jason Tatum, Jalen nice. Brown, Rob Williams, me, nice. uh, Daniel Tice. Who else was there? I'm down the line. It started the Boston-Miami rivalry. It started the Boston-Miami rivalry. Boy. Mind you, that was the first time. Because remember I said that Harry always beat me? Mm-hmm. Bam never did. Uh-huh. So 
I'm literally like, they're hyping that up. Like, Bam's never beaten you, all this other stuff growing up, stuff like yeah. that. And we play after they win game six because Brad took me out. I was locking Bam up the entire game. <laughs> Brad takes me out. He goes on like a 12-1 run by himself against Tice. I was pissed. No offense, Tice. But I was yeah. pissed. <laughs> and he puts me back in. We lose the game. Mm-hmm. Bam dashed me up after the game. He said, I'm up in the series now. <laughs> I said, you mother... And I yeah, was pissed, but I was should. like, we packed, bro, the bubble was savage. Like, we packed up, bro. People didn't want to take their stuff. People were leaving stuff back. The trainers were like, and listen, if you guys want Norma Techs or Game Rays, we'll, we're going to close our eyes. We don't know where they went. Like, so I got free Game Ready, free Norma Tech. I was living. They weren't even, they like, let's just get the Let's just get out the out of here. Drop everything. That's lit. And so next thing that we lost, they, went, they ended up losing in the finals to the Lakers. And that following year, I'm coming in thinking that it's that time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a part of this rotation. I'm part of this future. Mm-hmm. Brad had other stories, and they were trying to trade Shemmy, I think, at the time. And mm-hmm. I was in and out of the rotation, and I was like, all right. Brad was sick of coaching, I think. So he was. Yeah. they were transitioning him to the front office. We yeah. Behind the scenes, Danny was about to get pushed out to yeah. Utah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was all that stuff going on There's in Boston. a lot going on. A lot of that stuff going on in There's Boston. There's a lot of behind the scenes shit that Ooh, people just don't see, man. A lot of behind the scenes. Jesus I was about to say, Christ. You, I don't know what to think of Talk it. about the finals run, man. Damn. And next year. You make it to the finals with Ime. Man, it was one hell of a run. Y'all man, had a good-ass My team. favorite coach of all time, bro. Y'all had one hell of a We had a team. team of, like, same similar team that we had last year, but it was more so like we had, we didn't have Malcolm. We had, like, it was me, Peyton, off the bench. Tice just got traded midseason. And then we had the starting starters. We had mm-hmm. Jason, Jalen, Smart, mm-hmm. Rob, and Al. Y'all had just been through so much. We had know? been through so much. We were a team that legit, like, we started off the season horribly. Yo, Eme basically got boo boo. Eme got the guys out that he, you know, yeah, yeah. he was like, listen, I want dogs. I want people that are going to play hard and not not say nothing more. Mm-hmm. And that's how we really approached this. And we went on a, what, 40, 41 game to like 11 games. Yeah. And, about, or sorry, was it 40 to like four, I think it was, or something like that in the last yeah. season? It was crazy. It was absurd. We had the number two seed. Playoffs happen. We play, I think, who was it first? We sweep Brooklyn. Yeah. Mind you, Brooklyn was, nice. was Kyrie, yeah. KD, yeah. and that team. That's nice. what y'all, y'all woke up at. That's when we realized, happy, we were like, okay. oh, we got it. We, like we, got, we locked in. We like people that. were trying to duck them. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee didn't, uh, they sat they their entire team. Yes. And they tanked the last game of the season because they didn't want to play Brooklyn. And then y'all We like, sweep them. Yeah. We go and play Milwaukee next. Chris Middleton's hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, locking Giannis, you know, guarding him, boom, mm-hmm. boom. We go to go to seven, have the game seven Grant moment. We had 27 that game. Play the clips. Play the clips. Let them bitches Play go. Play the clips. No, I got a record, bro. NBA record still. Hey, listen, Grant. Most threes in a game seven. You don't got to talk about it. We you know. know. I, was just feel good. I feel it's good about time. it. Hey, you know? we're going to play the clips for you, brother. You was I going crazy. It. You know, let them go. It was an out-of-body experience. We ain't never seen it. Hey, listen. He ain't oh, done it, it again game, since. Game 7 Kelly in Boston. Now it's Game 7 Grant. Hey, listen. That boy, he was holding up at three. Like, damn, I made it again. Nah, I knew it was crazy. Because, <laughs> like, during that series, for some reason, I had an over-rational thing of confidence. Uh-huh. If you, There's a clip in that series where I shoot a three and Giannis contests, and I, like, hold my arm over his head and, like, walk into him like four steps. You like playing with fire. Oh yeah. You like with people. I, I, I'm I'm a little crazy. Yeah. So you like with people. Next thing you know, hit the three, like all that stuff because they were leaving me open. We win that series. We go and play the Heat. 
And you know how that series went. Game seven. Dog fight. Jimmy basically almost went, won the game on Bro, the pull-up three. With the pull-up, Tracy. Bro, I was the one that got fouled on the turnover. And then next thing you know, he comes down, pulls up. I'm like, I lost this the game. It's over with. <laughs> we, he misses. We get the rebound. We end up going to the finals. Big time. Dream moment. Big time. We get to the finals. We're up 2-1. We're like, oh, we got mm-hmm. it's our time. Like We're about to go get it. Yeah. Game four, we're leading the entire way. We're like, oh, sh- we get 3-1. We might go back to Golden State and win this. You know Steph wasn't having that shit. Man. <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina you know boys, Steph man. Steph wasn't having that, that shit. That man was different. Oh, my God. Different, He bro. went nuclear. It's like one of those things where I look back at it and I'm like, he's tough. Bro, you were on the floor with greatness. Like, that was his know, legacy game. You know what's crazy? Because, like, you know how, like, you, we grew up. I grew up in Charlotte, man. Like, so I grew up watching. And I went to college, and I watched the Warriors, Cleveland, Cavali- Cleveland no, Cavaliers, yeah. like, series. You were a part of that. And I'm a part, part of the losing side of history. But I remember watching it, bro, and I was like, yo, he was absurd to watch then. And I played against him. I was like, he's different, bro. He's different, bro. Stephen Curry is a. I learned I to appreciate him then. I learned to, like, really. He's about to have a heart attack. Yes. What? Stephen Curry fan over here. Oh, He's like, yes! yes. He's different, bro. This is what I learned. This is what I learned. I said, KD is the hardest, per- KD is the hardest person to guard in the league by far. In my yes. Eyes. But Steph Curry is the most impactful player oh on a team in the league. Because the gravity. Bro. The gravity You have to guard him as well on the ball as you do off. Like, once he gets off the ball, you're probably more scared of him off the ball than you are on. Andrew Wiggins was huge in that season. Yeah, he was locking up, playing hard. Like, that's an Andrew Wiggins you never really see. You don't never really see that. And then Jordan Poole came out of Boston in the finals, though. It had to be stupid. It was jumping. But, like, it's crazy. Like, I think that this Milwaukee series was even louder than the finals, which is wild to me. Really? Because, like, I think that they were so, like, I think, shook a little bit about, like, the fact that we're back in the finals after, what, 20 years? Mm -hmm. Or not 20, but 15 years? And it was like one of those where it's like, all right, we know what to expect, but like the energy's different. Like we lost more, I think in the past, however many playoff games, we've lost more home games than we have away. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're be- much better on road yeah, team. Yeah, definitely better on the road. Stay safe, not we no more. You yeah. Them no more. Well, they, sorry, yeah. there you go. They, they were much better road team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Y'all were at the At the, at time. the time. At the time. And... For some reason, we ended up losing that game in game four, and we heard them celebrating. I come in the locker room like, yo, y'all hear them celebrating? Y'all, the, first of all, the, the locker room makeup is crazy. Yes. Because like, they're right you're beside really us. Right there. Like, this year, I'm literally looking at your ass through the damn, <laughs> through the curtain, like, <laughs> right here. Yes, we're right beside each other. <laughs> so we're hearing them scream, like Draymond screaming hype and stuff like that. Like, they f***ed up, they f***ed up, and we're like, man, let me. Like, yeah. hype as hell, knowing they barely won this game. We good. Yes. Yeah. The way Draymond tells it is that they knew they were going to win the championship. The way I look at it is they, they had a breath of life. Yes. And, like, we tricked it off. Oh, no, no. You did. Listen, it, it's human nature. Yeah. You get the – it's like When a, you okay. win, you're able to say, like, oh, we yes, knew okay. what was going to happen. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. At, like, at, at that point, y'all know now they got some energy and now they're going back to going the crib. Going back to the crib and That's, Golden State. That's where it's different. And then they whooped our ass that game five. So we come into game six, <laughs> and we're like, all right, cool. Like, we got to protect our home court. Like, whoop, whoop, whoop. They had different plans. They had different plans. They ended up winning that like, home we're not court. Going back. When we go back home, we're going back home. With they the said it. They, Bro, it happened twice, bro. It actually pisses me off to this day, bro. Because both the games that we've had closeout games, last year and the year before that, teams literally said, like, we're winning here in Boston. Like, they had encore packed out, or they had the flight set for Denver. 
Like, I was like, bro, like, that's disrespectful. So, like, next thing you know, because Warrior said that, I'm like, that we ain't going. Like, I'm hype. Like, I'm like, we ain't going. Yeah. Next thing you know, they come out and whip our ass. Yeah. So then the next year, I'm like, oh, we're going to use this as, like, a, a motivation thing. Miami said, we got our playing book for Denver. Yeah. Say, fuck out of here. Like, yeah. I'm over here like, oh, we're going to be good. Man, we came out and got our ass kicked again. So it was one of those Wax. things that I still look back and I'm like, the that's the most frustrating thing possible. But um, it was some good years, man. Good years sure. in Boston, sure. you know. We gotta, we gotta address some stuff though, Grant. We gotta, we gotta see what happens. I understand. I know what you're talking about. You say you was gonna make both. <laughs> Play the clip. <laughs> Shout out to Spider. He asked you a valid question. What you gonna do, Grant? He said, I'm gonna make both. <laughs> And let me tell you one thing that you no, you repeated it. I repeated it. I you was said it twice. I'm gonna make both. You know what's funny? Then he walked to the rim and thought the rim moved <laughs> like it was an earthquake. Start touching shit. I said, Grant, <laughs> me and Colleen sitting on the couch, like, oh my god. It was that's one of the moments I will never like. Have, oh. I'll never. It's like one of those all time like Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, moments. oh for sure, for sure. You know? I said, oh look at him walking to the goal like it moved. <laughs> I met, I shot the first free throw, and I think I hit back rim or something like that. Oh, the first one was short. Was short. I hit short. I think the first one was short. And I was like, all right, I was like, all right, cool, cool. Like yeah. missing it short. You just had to recalibrate. I recalibrated, so I stepped the, back. The second one was normal, bro. It went in and out. Yeah, the second one was normal. And when the I went, was... when it went in and out, I was like, yeah, no I'm a clown. Way. I'm a, I'm a, I'm looking like a <laughs> I'm dumb, real goofy. I'm like dummy. Yeah, I look like a dummy. You know, it was the longest uh, between free throws. I think NBA or oh, one of history was it, bro? They took like two minutes to give me the ball. In your head. No, legit. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. Look it up. Because I remember Donovan, kept, they kept crossing back and forth. I know if Karras was on the court, they kept crossing back and forth free throw. Yeah. Donovan came up and started talking to me. Backed up. <laughs> Darius came up and started talking to me. Don't miss. All this right, stuff. Over like, I'm focus, over here like, focus. I'm good. Like I'm over here like, I'm good. I'm like, yeah. I'm good. Like, it's just a free throw. Like, I shot 90% day. Like, was shooting 90%. No. From listen. then on, bro, I think I missed like six straight free throws. When you missed your first, I was like, ain't no way. No, he no, not think about miss it. both. Think about you it, just bro. just going to make both. I, sh I was shooting 90, like, I was shooting, I shot 90% the year before. I shot like 80 something that, at that time. Yeah. So I'm like, it's a free throw. I'm not tripping. So clank. I clanked both. And from then on, I think I missed like freaking six free throws the rest of the season. Like in terms of, I was missing free throws dead at like a mental block. Yeah. No, no, and no. And then that's traumatizing. And now it was traumatizing. And yeah, I made both and I made made both in the future. Yeah. And then ended up. Y'all ended up uh, losing that game. Though. We lost that game. And I remember Tony Brothers being like, don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> don't get mad at me. I was, like, I was like, oh Lord. That shit was crazy. But I was like, Great I'm, able, shit, I'm able to laugh at it, brother. For sure, for sure. As you should, bro. Listen. Look, look at you now. I know. Look at you now. That now we are. I know everybody wanna know. The hell did you say to Jimmy? You pissed him the fuck off. <laughs> hey, listen, that's a funny thing. It funny thing that happened. Like, we're playing that game. I think we're about eight. I'm playing well. And Jimmy says, like, hell no, nah, he ain't here. Yeah. So I made it three. I cashed out. I said, hell no, motherfucker, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. I say that to him. Barking. Barking, you know, because yeah. I'm not going to let He said, no, I'm, no, I'm sure. going to always respond. Like, for I'm not sure. going to be that guy. I'm never going to be that guy. I never talk trash myself. And you know this. Yes. I'm, not a, I'm not a trash talker. I'm too nerdy. Yeah. So, like, yeah. next thing you know, I said, hell, motherfucker, I'm here. So might say an algorithm. Or I was something. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that might be a comeback. So, next thing you know, <laughs> that happens. The next play, Jimmy. Hezzy, boom, boom, stop, pivot, and one. Yes. And he said, I'm here too, motherfucker. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't like, we're going back and forth. Cause like, 
me, I'm not backing down. Like that's yeah. kind of what we like, yeah. we were missing in that series. They were punking us the entire time. For sure. For sure. So we go back and forth, woo whoop. And it's crazy that I always look back at him like, yo, you know I scored our last 10 points? Yeah, you was going crazy. And they, he had eight. Yeah. So, like, but the difference is Struis made it three, Vincent made it three, so they end up winning the game. If that doesn't happen, we win the game. No one brings that up. No, no one, one says poke the bear or stuff like that. For sure. So, next thing you know, the difference between me and DB is that, like, after the game, media, I was like, listen, bust my ass. Like, I'm going to be able to come back next game. Like, I'm not running from nobody. I'm not scared. Like, yeah. I could get punked. Woo-doo-woo. Next game, you saw, like, I defended really well. You didn't play well. I blocked the shot, palmed it. Oh, yeah. And so, like, Jimmy knows, like, this is all love because we're just competitors, like, yeah, naturally. So, for like, sure. afterwards, he even said, he's like, he, like, respect him, like, stuff like that because he's a competitor. I just normally do this to get myself going. And I was, I respect it, too, because everybody has their own thing. But um, ended up losing that series, and it sucks because go to the finals, who knows what happens. But, boy. world well, works in mysterious ways. Like, listen, you got to win the game after that. Got to. Trust you got to win the game. I don't know. I know. If you if that happens, you know what the you know what the headline's gonna be if yep. you lose that game. Absolutely. He gets the and one. He gets the, the next play, I get the little uh yes. left hand little layup. Yeah. The next to you, you know, hit a three. But y'all, like hey, y'all should have fucked around and just played once. We should have. <laughs> check the check ball check at the top. Ball at let's the just top. say, let's just say let's, go it, let's just yeah. say my role on the Boston Southern oh, was yeah, not, yeah. not not that, not that sure. whatsoever. For sure. But hey. and then and then you have goddamn, I mean, Grant, you went through a whole lot of shit in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then you got a 280, 290, 320, bro. That 320, whatever the hell he is, stepped on your f-ing head. Yeah. You didn't even know what happened. Look, bro, when it happened, think about it. During the game, I died for the ball, and all of a sudden, I just feel my face going to the ground. Yeah. And I literally felt like my teeth had went through my lip. So I get up, I'm like trying to check check and see if my nose is broken. I'm like, it's not, it's not, because I can feel I was feeling pretty fine, wasn't painful. And then I like see myself's blood start leaking. I'm like, oh shit, hopefully like I'm good. Yeah. So I just get up and go to the bench. I'm like, hey man, just give me some gauze. I'm good. Like get yeah. back in. They're like, no, you're not. They you know how much blood it was. I was like, they said, no, we gotta go back. I said, no, I'm sitting right here, like check it out. Yeah. So we sat down, did his stuff, because JB's face is the funniest thing. Showed a clip of JB's face when it happened. Mother looked at me like it was, it was hilarious. Hey, show my clip on the broadcast. I was Listen, like, oh, I'll, shit. And I go back into the game, and do you not hear the mic'd up conversation we had? He said, I said, hey, man, you were just going for the ball. Because I thought he dove on the ball and just, like, landed on me. Mm-hmm. Bro, I didn't realize he stepped that big-ass foot on my head. And, like, he luckily, times, luckily, he didn't, like, land his weight on it. Because like, yeah. he stepped, and once he fell out, he stood on my head. He mm. kind of like leaned to the left. And we don't know if we're doing way. this interview today. Yeah, that's true. I might have been dead. <laughs> I might have been out of here, bro. Three twenty, bro. I might have been out of here, bro. Because like, and next you know, we ended up winning that game. But mind you, that entire series, you know how many times I got landed on like that by him. The next game, I die for a ball, and he does the same thing. You can mm. you can find it. It was on the baseline at, okay, in the Boston. He, I think he just falls, man. I think they're gonna, that rule, that flopping rule, who knows what happens, that competition committee can thing, but. You're a part of that. I don't even know why you I'm there. not part of it. I was about to say, competition committee's not me. I'm not on that board. Oh, okay. But, listen, we'll see. But he was falling a lot that series. Man. There was one clip where I, like, defended him on the wing, mm. three-point line, and I bump him a little bit, and he just <laughs> falls. And I was like, I literally look, I'm like. Come on. 
Come on, bro. What are you doing, bro? But he's the most he's skilled as hell, oh man. My God. He's different. Duke that man play. footwork, back Duke. to the basket, face up, Got all that. pull up, man, step back threes like James. Crazy. So, Grant, you're a little biased now. Deeper bag. <laughs> Luca. Here we go. Or Shea Gildas Alexander. Deeper bag? Deeper bag. In terms of just like scoring? Who can go get a bucket? Oh. Luca's how many game winners he's had is absurd. Mm-hmm. Shea has a more of a like a he gets to the mid-range, he just gets his shot off. Yeah. Luca is like the most best counter puncher in the league. I would like, say that like counter to everything. Like everything that you do, you open your foot up a little bit, he'll tap. All right. Versus if you don't open Kai up. Kai has the best counterpuncher in the whole Kai, league. Kai's not countering. He's making you back up. He got a counter to everything. He does have a counter, but think about it. Most times, he's the one that messes you up. And then if you luckily have a way of, count, of stopping him, he does something else. But like Luca, What is that called? If you do something and then you counter. No, counter is more so like you, you're reacting. That's a counter. Oh, you stopped me, counter. Oh, another one, counter. No, I'm saying counter. Think about boxing. When you get like Floyd Mayweather, he's getting hit and countering. Versus when you do okay. an aggressive fighter that just adapts and makes, you know, he's fighting, 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 do swings, and he swings and he just catches a dude. That's not really counter, counter punch. I'm saying like he's defensive. So who you got, Shea or Luca? I got, I got Luca just okay. because like I think that Luca has more like game winners and like proven stuff. Yeah. Because that step back to his left, I don't know if I've ever seen it get blocked <laughs> or stopped. And it's the same spot over and over and over again. Over and over again. And you realize the shit is just. It's comical at this point. Yes, it's comical. It's like one of those things. Like, and the thing is that about Luca, and I know he's lost a lot of weight. So back in the, when he was a rookie, he was dunking on people. Yeah. Nowadays he's shooting left like just regular slow step layups. Slow step layups. And you're like, come on, bro. Like that's tough. No. It's Versus crazy, Shea, man. like he's working for the buckets, but it doesn't like maybe for him he's not. But like you feel like you're making him work a little mm-hmm. bit. I know? feel that. Versus Luca, I feel like he's just like, I right, mate, you know, chilling. I was gonna ask you the mixtape um, question, but. You didn't watch mixtapes, did you? I did watch mixtapes, bro. How old do you think I am? I'm just, I didn't know what you were doing. You was probably making up a, trying to make the new computer or some shit. <laughs> or make a no, video game. I was or... watching, bro. My favorite mixtape of all time was J.J. Terrell, Hoop Mixtape. J.J. Terrell. That's a good one. Hey, listen. That's I, a good one. I, I talked remember about watching that. that. J.T. Terrell mixtape was crazy. Wow, bro. And I was a part of it, bro. I remember TTT, boom, hey. Like, bro, that's, yeah. <laughs> bro, I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, used to think he was next, I thought he was the next coming of Michael Jordan when he was playing in high school. He was insane, bro. Bro, he was different. He had the athleticism. He was pulling up from half court. Mm-hmm. Like, he had no, like, filter. But, oh, no, no. He did not care about nothing. He, he was at nothing. everybody. He was at everybody. Deuce Bellow was, like, I remember seeing, like, that crew in North Carolina at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was wild, bro. He was at everybody. Well, uh, last thing, you're vice president, bro. What went into that? What made you want to do that, uh, the NBA PA? Yeah, man. Um, I, when I first got to the league, I knew that I wanted to be a part of something special. I wanted to make the, not only the players protected, but also I wanted to make the league grow to be the best league in the world, which I think it is, but mm-hmm. also like be more than that. Players know that they're more than just basketball players. They're businessmen. Mm-hmm. And so I ran for vice president when I was a rookie. Yeah, I ended up losing to Kyrie by two votes, and I knew they knew who I was and how I expressed my interest. And they were like, "All right, just keep running. Don't like give up." So the next year, CJ McCollum, Chris Paul steps down, and CJ gets promoted. So his vice president spots opens up. 
And so four dudes nominated me, like Grant Williams, Grant Williams, Grant Williams, Grant Williams. I got voted on the SVP. And it was probably because of the bubble. Because mm. in the bubble, um, when the social justice initiative happened mm. after the incident and we shut down, I was the player that like presented like a social justice initiative, had a present presentation for the owners that was like, hey, this is what we're doing for the Celtics with our plans for 10 years, five year, 10 years. And I remember presenting that to the owners, presenting like what we could do today. like, And the next year got voted as VP. And then this past year got voted as first VP. So just trying to keep, you know, protecting the players and making sure they understand the rights that they have, the power that they have, and mm-hmm. understanding that we're more powerful together than we are as individuals. And For sure. we make a lot of things happen. We control this world in a way. And like when you really think about it, like our image, how we approach every single day, how we represent the league, how we represent ourselves and our families. Like on social media, people listen to us. We can encourage people to vote. We can encourage people to honestly get into the gym and, and change what we're looked at both domestically and internationally. Like power of the players nowadays is is absurd. It's crazy. And we have to understand that for the next 450 players after us, we have to make sure that they understand that and that they're in the best position moving forward mm-hmm. that they could possibly be in. I, I don't want to be a part of a, a a group that makes things worse. For sure. I want to keep things rolling and keep things going in a positive direction and keep this league really growing from a business perspective and keep the players understanding that. I think a, and that's big time, honestly, because I think a great example is I think every time we come here to a summer league, it gets bigger, mm-hmm. bigger, and bigger every single year, bro. Like, dudes couldn't find tickets yesterday. Yeah. That's nuts. You can't find tickets to a damn summer league game. The game is taken to another level. It's the players. It's the players. So, All of us. Grant, man, look, congratulations on the new deal with the Dallas Mavericks. You earned it. Um, appreciate you coming on. And it's been a great pod, man. Great pod. Shit. Rick Barnes is fucking crazy. <laughs> crazy. I thought Roy was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rick is crazy. But it's been a blast, bro. This has been a, one hell of a podcast. Appreciate, appreciate you coming on, taking your time out of your busy schedule. Um, y'all already know what to do. Subscribe on uh, YouTube. Um, get on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that. Tell your mamas, your aunties, your uncles, your brothers, your sisters, all of them. And listen, like I said, we getting bigger and better. Y'all know that. We got the VP on with us. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Peace.